0: This program is brought to you by Personallifemedia.com. Welcome to the Joy of Living Creatively, My name is Eric Maisel, and I'd like to guide you through a nine-episode series that examines the relationship between creativity and addiction, and that presents a first-ever recovery program for creative people. I hope that you'll share these episodes with your creative friends who may be suffering from an addiction, or who may be worried about their addictive tendencies. For a more complete examination of this subject, please take a look at my new book, co-authored with the addiction specialist Dr. Susan Rayburn, called Creative Recovery. A Complete Addiction Treatment Program that uses your natural creativity. It's just been released from Shambhala Books and is now available from Amazon and other booksellers. Today's episode is the eighth in the series. It's called Creating in Recovery. Every day is a day to create, but every day is also a day to pay attention to your recovery. As Barbara, a painter, explained quote, I need to do my painting or else I don't really feel alive. But the pressure I put on myself when I paint to get it right and to make it conform to my vision, and the state I get into when I open myself up to my dark imagery, each jeopardize my hard fought recovery. The longer I maintain my recovery, the less dangerous this becomes, but it is never really a completely settled issue. How could it be? When I'm bringing forth some terrible vision, I naturally activate the part of me that wants to soothe itself with a few drinks. So I always have to be careful. It's a tremendously fascinating dance getting as open as I need to be while still minding the brakes. If I notice that I'm not inclined to mind the breaks and that I'm getting all worked up, I stop painting, even if the painting is flying along, and attend to my sobriety by going to a meeting. Sometimes this kills the moment, but better to kill the moment than to kill myself by relapsing." Jack, a writer, noticed that his triggers changed as he increased his time in recovery. When he was actively drinking, virtually everything served as a trigger, not writing well and getting down, writing well and needing to celebrate, feeling alone in his writer's studio and finding a friend in the bottle, feeling shy in the cafes and drinking to deal with his social awkwardness, and so on. In early recovery, he began to find it easier not to drink in his studio, whether or not the writing was going well, but still excruciatingly hard to enter a cafe or any of his former hangouts, without wanting to drink. Over time, he learned to manage this pressure by actively building his social skills, making use of some on-the-fly relaxation techniques, and growing more confident and capable in social situations. Then, as the years passed and his ongoing recovery proceeded apace, he noticed that the urge to drink would rear its head at three particular times, near the end of a book, when the outcome was in doubt, as he approached revising the book and had to look its goodness or badness in the eye, and when he had to deal with his literary agent who always wanted the book to be different in some way. These three triggering moments followed one another in ominous procession, making the last three or four months of a book his danger time. Aware of this, he paid special attention to his recovery needs during this precarious period by attending 12-step meetings on a daily or near-daily basis, with regular calls to the angels on his safe list, and by practicing his mindfulness meditation not once, but several times a day. All of the following can prove relapse triggers and ongoing recovery. Getting your creative work criticized or rejected. Experiencing difficulty with a current creative project and beginning to feel discouraged and defeated. Experiencing few or no marketplace successes and beginning to feel that you have no chance of success. Experiencing great success and the mind-bending tumult that success and celebrity bring. Suddenly believing that your creative work doesn't really matter, thereby opening yourself up to an existential crisis. Enduring ongoing difficulties with a collaborator, literary agent, magazine editor, business manager, or other person on your creative or business team. And feeling dry, uninspired, uncreative, and empty, and fearing that this usually only temporary state, this time, will prove permanent. These are only a handful of the myriad triggers and difficulties that are likely to threaten your ongoing recovery. The creative process is, by its very nature, arduous, daunting, and anxiety-provoking, as is the creative life with its marketplace demands and cycles of highs and lows. No magic bullet can make these realities vanish, and no artist, no matter how mature and sober, can handle every challenge of the creative life and the creative process with complete equanimity. What each creative person in an ongoing recovery must do is bravely, mindfully, and constantly work his or her recovery program, paying special attention both to his or her need to create and to the dangers to recovery that the creative process and the creative life inevitably bring Create a list of potential relapse triggers that are likely to arise in in ongoing recovery as you endeavor to create. Then, describe how you will handle each one when, or if possible, before it appears. That ends today's show. Hope you enjoyed it and found it useful. Please tune in next week for another episode of The Joy of Living Creatively. If you subscribe to The Joy of Living Creatively, you won't miss a single episode. To subscribe, please visit personallifemedia.com or look for The Joy of Living Creatively in iTunes. If you found today's episode useful, I hope that you'll purchase your own copy of Creative Recovery, available now from Amazon and other booksellers. And I hope that you'll visit my website to learn more about my books and services. To visit, please head over to ericmazel.com that's E-R-I-C-M-A-I-S-E-L dot com. Thank you for listening. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.